Hello guys and welcome back to Just Like Other Girls. As always, it's me, Shannon Fiedler. And this week's episode is, let's say, a little more casual, I think, than most episodes. Um, I don't have as much of an agenda today that, you know, sometimes I come in real hot and know what I'm going to talk about today. I have a vague idea of what I'm talking about, but it's going to be a little bit more free-flowing, which could be wonderful or terrible, so we'll find out soon enough. But if you're watching this episode on YouTube because now you can watch just like other girls. It does not only live on podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. It also lives on YouTube now. There's a video component for those of you who might be interested. Um, if you are watching this, you'll notice that I am coming to you live from my couch. <laughs> uh, again, with the more casual podcast, I have my coffee in hand. It's It's been one of those weeks for me, even though... For me right now, it's sort of, it's the start of the week, but for the past couple days, I've just been feeling, I've just been feeling so utterly drained. And I don't know if any of you guys are feeling this way. I partially wonder if it's, I talked about this last week, but um, I had COVID two weeks ago now. So part of me is like, okay, maybe I'm still recovering from that. Another part of me is just like, it's probably the season change. And I feel like every year, every season change, especially like summer to fall and winter to spring, like those, I don't know, those feel more transitional to me, I guess, than spring to summer and fall to winter. Those feel a little, I don't know, like you can ease into the change more easily, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, I don't know if it's the weather's been kind of gross. I don't know if it is just, you know, my own lack of motivation. I don't know what it is, but I've been feeling a little extra sluggish and a little extra lazy. And I'm trying to honor that, which could honestly just be me trying to justify my laziness, but it could also be me trying to listen to my body. And, you know, I, I see a lot of that on like Instagram, TikTok, whatever. That's where I get a lot of my content, obviously. Um, but I always see people who are like wellnessy people talking about just kind of like listening to your body and doing what your body needs when your body needs it. And I'm, I'm trying to take that approach right now and say, okay, I'm clearly more tired. Um, I feel foggier than I usually do. So instead of trying to fight that and like push through, I am lucky that I have the ability to take this time a little bit more in stride and just see if that makes me feel any better. One one thing that I've been doing is trying to like take that approach a little bit more with working out. Like fitness is important to me. I, I do want to like make sure I'm moving my body as many days as I possibly can because it is very easy when you don't have an office to go into. It's very easy to sit down in the couch in the morning and not really leave it, I hate to say, but I am trying to like make sure I'm moving every day. But right now while I'm feeling in this sort of like sluggish state, I'm trying to like do fitness that I think would really enhance how I'm feeling. So um, energizing, stretching, yoga, like nothing too intense. And again, not for, for me, up until recently, working out was always about, like, getting as fit as I possibly could, like, getting trim and, like, 
I felt like if I did a workout where I wasn't sweating profusely or like really pushing my strength or something, I was like, well, what's the point of working out? And so I guess one of the upsides to me trying to like listen to my body more is like thinking about working out in different ways than just end results. And I guess it's still an end result, the end result of my body feeling better. But so that's where I'm at. I don't know if any of you guys are self-employed. I'm sure some of you are, whether that means you're a full-time mom, whether that means you are some sort of creator artist of your own or an entrepreneur or a freelance journalist, whatever it might be. Um, I, as you might know, I recently have become full-time self-employed. I stopped working my job in advertising at the end of June. So July was my first month as a full-time comedian, content creator, writer, actress, all the multi-hyphenates that we, we all are these days. But I, I started this journey of being full-time self-employed, I guess like two and a half months ago. But smack dab in the middle of that, I got married and went on a honeymoon. So uh, that was obviously very like time-consuming, mentally and emotionally consuming. And so I sort of feel like I am truly, truly at the beginning of this journey of being a self-employed artist, probably starting in like, starting about probably like a month, I would say. I've been doing this in earnest uh, since I got back from my honeymoon. And I love it. I'm very grateful and fortunate, but I'm also finding it to be challenging for myriad reasons. Um, And I think there are a lot of things that can be hard about being self-employed. But the one that I... I'm feeling right now, as you probably guessed from me saying I feel lazy and sluggish, is motivating myself on days when it doesn't feel easy. And I think that that is, well, let me take it back a second. When I was working a full-time nine-to-five corporate job and also doing all of this on the side, So whether that was creating content, doing this podcast, writing, um, whatever it was, I was doing so many things and there was genuinely, it did not feel like there were enough hours in the week for me to get done all of the things I needed to get done. In addition to still being able to work out, to see friends, to spend time with my husband, like I, I felt like there was never enough time. And because of that, anytime I got like 15 minutes free, I would look at those 15 minutes and be like, okay, how can I use these 15 minutes? What can I do to be productive during this time period? And it really got to the point where even like the smallest amount of time, I was finding ways to use it to get things done. Not because I was some insanely regimented, driven person, but because I literally needed to do that if I wanted to get everything done that I needed to get done. And so it was, I mean, it was everything. It was so much as like using Uber rides to edit things on my phone or if I had like a 15-minute break between calls instead of like making myself a snack, sitting down and eating that snack, it was maybe just like grabbing something easy out of the pantry that took no time to make at all and then spending those 15 minutes like 
captioning a video. Like I was really beg borrowing and stealing to get everything that I had to get done, which was not a healthy way to live. It was very like burnout culture. It was exhausting. I, I didn't have the mental space for creativity. Um, which sounds like kind of like a woo-woo thing, but if you work in a creative field or all people are creative, you know what it's like to be creative. Um, you know that sometimes you just need space to let the idea sort of percolate and and come to life. And I just felt like my brain, um, my body, my schedule, everything was bursting at the seams. It was so full and I wasn't getting anything done. And that was a big reason that I made the choice to step away from that job and, and pursue this full-time so that I could give it all of my time, energy, attention, and my focus. And I'm so grateful for that. But I will say, now that I have more than enough time, and it feels like a drastic change. It, it feels like going from not having anywhere near enough time to having so much free time because even though I'm still working a lot, there's a difference between like when you work in a corporate job, as I'm sure a lot of you do and know, so much of your time is scheduled for you, whether that's meetings or one-on-ones or calls or client deadlines. There is so much that comes to you and says, okay, you have to do this at this time or this has to be finished by this time. And when you are fully self-employed, there's a lot less of that. And of course, there are like natural deadlines with certain things. Like if I have a show that I, you know, really want to do new jokes at. I need to sit down and write those jokes before the show. The show becomes a deadline. But at the same time, no one is holding me accountable besides myself to telling new jokes. So if I don't end up writing those jokes, I can do old jokes. You know what I mean? Or yes, I want to be posting to TikTok and Instagram every three days, say, is like my sweet spot, what I'm aiming for. I don't even know if that's exactly true, but something like that. But if I don't post, no one's going to come at me and be like, hey, why didn't you post? So it's sort of all on myself. And I've always been someone who is pretty self-disciplined. I think that that is just in my nature and I've always been good at doing that. But I I think that now, even as someone who is good at it, I'm still finding it to be really, really challenging. So I'm trying to create more of a routine for myself. I last month read the book Atomic Habits, and I don't usually read books like that. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I feel like it's it's kind of trendy. I don't even know. I think I might be like behind the curve on it, but I've definitely heard people talk about it, and my husband was reading it. He finished it on our honeymoon, and I finished my book, and I brought another book that was like more literary than I wanted it to be for just like sitting on the beach. I just like wanted something that was a little bit of an easier read. And so I was like, you know, why don't I just, I'm going to try this book that you read, that you just read, Atomic Habits. And it's a nonfiction book and it's, it's about how to create good habits and break bad ones and the importance of habits and how we as humans are creatures of habit. And again, like I said, I don't, I don't typically read nonfiction. I, I pretty much only read fiction and I think the last time I read a book like this that – I don't want to call it like a self-help book. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's it's like a uh, like optimizing your productivity kind of book, which I guess is technically a self-help book. But it just – that feels like – I don't know. Maybe it's because I watch too much Sex in the City and like their 
<laughs> interpretation of a self-help book was something very different. But I mean, I think I read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck maybe like nine years ago. And then in high school and college, I read the Malcolm Gladwell books, I think because I had to. I think they were like part of my required reading. So, and I liked all of those books. I found them interesting, but I also found that like I would read them. I would like take away like two or three things, like 10,000 hours or hockey players are all born in January. Those are the ones that I took away from outliers and have stuck with me all these 20 years later. Um, and then I would like forget about them. And even though there was like really useful stuff that I wanted to implement into my daily life, I wasn't doing it. Atomic Habits, I think because of where I am in my life right now and, and needing to create my own structure, which would be habits, and not being able to rely on an outside structure to come in, I, I'm taking the book a little bit more to heart. And I found it very interesting. So if any of you guys are also feeling like, hey, I'm stuck in a rut, I need to switch things up, or just have anything you want to change. And, you know, it's, I, I went in kind of with an open mind. I didn't have any like drastic, like, I'm not trying to quit smoking. I'm not being like, I need to start working out or change. There was nothing too massive that I wanted to change. But I think that's what I liked about this book is that it kind of, it helped me realize that these sort of micro changes in my life could really make a big difference. Um, and like one of the things that it talked a lot about in terms of bad habits is like mindlessly scrolling your phone, which I of course do. I think we all do. And so I've been just trying to be more intentional about that. I'm not going to summarize the book here because I think I will absolutely butcher it and not do it the justice that it is. But I do highly recommend reading it. And it talks about like for habits to be formed, they have to be easy. They have to be attractive. They have to be satisfying. And so I'm trying to find ways to make the little things that I need to do to get my work done when nobody is asking for it on the deadline. Um, I'm trying to find little ways to bring that into my own life. So that's, that's sort of the state of the union and probably why this is a more casual, lazy podcast today because I just, I don't know, I, I'm just having a hard time feeling inspired. Um, and, and I think that that's part of life. Like these things come in waves, but it is, it is hard. It is hard to sort of just say like, oh, not inspired, not going to do anything because then you end up completely stationary and nobody ever wants to be stationary. So I don't know. That's where I'm at. I'm going to attribute it to the change of the seasons and hope that in like the next few weeks I can really like figure out a pattern, a ritual, habit, routine, whatever the heck you want to call it, and sort of get my energy back and get excited. That's the thing. I still feel very excited about all of the things that I'm doing, like in the ether, in theory. I'm like, yeah, like I wake up every morning and I'm like, today I'm going to write the best joke ever. And then I like sit down at my computer and then like 30 minutes later, I'm scrolling through jcrew.com and on my third cup of coffee. And before you know it, I've turned on Gilmore Girls and there goes the day. And so I'm excited about the prospect of what I have to do. I'm just not doing a very good job of um, getting it done. So maybe the back to school energy of September will give me that boost that I need. Uh, I've noticed I, I'm a little bit late to the trend here, but I want to talk about girl dinner because I find it very, very validating. Um, and that's why I love the internet. I love the internet because like 
what is so great about something like a TikTok or this kind of content and why I think people have related to my own content in the past is like there is something so validating about seeing something and being like, oh, it's not just me. Like a lot of other people are experiencing this as well. And to me, there is no better example of that than girl dinner. And I say this because like I, I think it's getting a little bit like misinterpreted. I, I I think there are a couple different ways you can interpret girl dinner. Some of it could be like extreme dieting, which is harmful and not great. And like this idea of like I'm going to eat it like the devil wears Prada. Like I'm on this new diet where I eat nothing and when I feel like I'm going to pass out, I have a cube of cheese. Like that's not what I mean when I say girl dinner. To me, girl dinner is anything that I can eat that doesn't require me to cook it. And I lived alone for many years prior to Pat and I getting together and moving in together. I lived in a studio for like six years, studio apartment. And when I lived alone, all I ate was girl dinner because this is how I felt. It had nothing to do with being single. It had everything to do with, this was when I was working my nine to five job. And and in New York, it tends to be more like 10 to six or like your hours. So Six o'clock. Then I would potentially go to the gym or I'd go to a happy hour with a friend. Like I was totally overbooking myself, but I feel like I always had something to do after work. It was also like the age of my life that I was in where I was like, I live in New York. I have to do something all the time. So finish work at six, do something for an hour to an hour and a half after work. So that's like what, 7.30 maybe? Finally get home at like eight o'clock, even a little bit later. I'm starving. I hate eating late at night because it makes me feel so sick while I fall asleep. So I'd be like, I need to eat as quickly as possible. What can I eat that requires little to no preparation or effort? I'm also tired. I also don't want to have to cook something and then clean up all the pots and pans. I just want to like eat something easy. And so I cannot tell you how many nights when I lived alone, my dinner was hummus and crackers, pickles, and like a slice or multiple slices of deli turkey meat. Not because I was trying to like cut back on carbs. I wasn't. I ate like thousands of crackers with hummus. Not because of it, but sure, purely out of laziness. And once Pat and I moved in together, and granted, this was also, we moved in together in the middle of the quarantine, right? So we had nothing to do. So cooking was really becoming like our date activity. He also likes to cook, unlike me. So I started eating like real dinners and, you know, like a cooked meat and a vegetable. Like I don't know how I didn't get scurvy during my girl dinner phase because like I cannot tell you how many days went by where I was like, oh, I probably didn't eat a vegetable today. Like I, I, I it was not nutritious. It was not giving me the energy I needed, but it was satiating my soul. Because it was also fun to get a lot of flavors, you know? And like, so anyway, long story short, Pat moved in in what, 2021, we moved in together. So for the past like two and a half years, I guess, we um, have not, I have not been eating girl dinner. And uh, because I have someone who's willing to cook me real dinner and it's nice and filling and, you know, gives me enough energy to make it through the day. But I have to say, I, like, genuinely miss girl dinner. I miss that, like, ragtag plate of, like, always hummus for me, always some kind of jarred 
pickle, olive, pepperoncini, something like that. Um, maybe like another dip beyond a hummus, like, you know, like some sort of tzatziki or something from Trader Joe's. And then when I really wanted like a substantial meal, when I was really hungry, it would be scrambled eggs, which is still like what I eat for lunch almost every single day. is scrambled eggs and the hash browns from Trader Joe's. But my point is there was something very like fun about that. I, I love snacking. Like if I could not eat meals and just snack throughout the day and have that be like, again, nutritious and fulfilling. Cause like my snacks are, again, they're like crackers. They're not, they're sort of like empty food in that like they're not giving me vitamins and nutrients and all of that. Um, I just, I love snacking. I love crunching. I love a little bit here, a little bit there. I love being able to like, you know, sort of like repeatedly eat the thing. I don't know what it is, but so I just like when girl dinner started trending, I was like, this is, I've never related to something more in my life. And I immediately was like showing Pat, I was like, it's not just me. Cause I used to eat this and he was like, Shannon, that's not a meal. Like you really, you need to have a balanced meal. And I was like, I don't think I do. Like I'm surviving. Um, I don't know. I think there is a lot of fun in girl dinner. I think it's basically like, I would say it's like lowbrow charcuterie (laughs) because like when you're making charcuterie, you're buying like nice meats and cheeses and you're also like giving it some presentation value. Uh, Girl dinner, at least in my experience, was just like slopping things onto plates, oftentimes eating things straight out of the bag or the jar because that's less to clean up. Yeah, that is part of it as well for me. Um, So it's like charcuterie but not Instagram pretty. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I I literally just ate quite the girl lunch of like cheddar rice cakes, dried mango, cheese sticks, and I'm so content. I'm going to be hungry in like 10 minutes, don't get me wrong, but I'm like emotionally very happy and pleased with my girl lunch. And I just love that I'm not the only one who is experiencing that. So, and you know what, part of the reason that I'm probably thinking about girl dinner today is that I'm in this sort of like lazy moment of my life, or as internet speak would have me say, I'm in like my lazy era. And I don't want to say that because I don't want this to be an era. This is not something that I'm like taking on with force. It's more something that I'm like accepting. And and I think there's a fine line there of like, accepting yourself, listening to your body, listening to what you need. But then also I think there's a gray area because you also want to be like pushing yourself to get better, right? You want to be trying to do things that are maybe like a little bit harder than than what you've been doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like you want to be growing, I guess is what I'm saying. And like if I keep embracing this laziness, I don't feel like I'm going to grow. Um I've also been trying to like procrastinate with productive, I said that word. I've also been trying to, in a way of like combating this, like, I don't want to create this narrative for myself that I'm like a lazy girl who doesn't do anything on days that I don't have a meeting or something. Um, So I've been trying to like procrastinate with productive things. So like if I really don't feel like I can get anything truly productive done, like work or, um, 
you know, like sending emails or doing actual work or anything like that. I'm like, okay, what is something I can do that still moves my day, my week, my month along? So maybe that's cleaning out a closet that doesn't necessarily need to be cleaned out right now, but it should be cleaned out eventually. Or, okay, it's not working. Can I meal prep so that tomorrow maybe I don't have to spend an hour cooking my lunch or having my girl lunch? I can eat like a real meal, whatever. Just, I don't know, trying to find ways to like knock off other to-do lists. I do think that's a dangerous pattern though because it allows me to have productive days without doing the things that I actually really need to do. I don't even think that this just applies to people who are self-employed. I really don't because, you know, I worked in an office for so many years and I do know that I, I think there are a little bit of fail-safes from this just putting things off forever and ever um, because you do have, like I said, deadlines or you do have meetings that add some structure to your day where you're like, okay, if I have this meeting and this meeting and this meeting and then I really only have two hours during the workday, I'm going to have to get my stuff done during those two hours because I know that the rest of my day is spoken for. So I do think that that helps. But, you know, I can't tell you how many times that like, you get a project at work and you're like, wow, this is like a really healthy timeline. I have I have enough time to do this the proper way. So it's like it's due two weeks from now. And you're like, great. And then like two weeks go by and you keep being like, well, I don't have to do this yet. Well, I don't have to do this yet. And then it's the day before and you're like, now I have to cram. Or like if you're in school, I mean, we, you know, we've all been there and done that where you could be studying every night and you don't. And then you just study the night before the test or same with writing a paper or anything like that. So I think that all of this applies to everyone, whatever you're doing, whether it is a corporate job, a uh, self-employed job, even, you know, like I said, like if you are a full-time mom and, and I don't have kids yet, but I have friends who have kids and I know how exhausting and labor intensive that can be, I'm sure that applies here as well. Like there are probably things that you need to do even if it's just like doing your kid's laundry that like just keep getting put off and then eventually your kid is walking around town in a dirty shirt. I don't know. I just know that it is human nature to procrastinate. And sometimes I think the busier you are, the easier it is to get things done. And when you find yourself with a little bit more free time, you know, give them an inch, they take a mile. And I am... I am doing that right now. I am taking miles and miles and miles. And I maybe I'm just talking this out on this episode because I need to like say it out loud and now hold myself accountable. Who knows? But I don't know if you guys are feeling that way. Let me know. Also, if you have been feeling that way but you've found ways to combat it, like please hit me up. I'm I'm open to trying anything except meditation. I'm really bad at meditation, so don't don't tell me to meditate cuz I've that ship has sailed. I've given up on that. It's not for me. I like talking. I like moving. I like thinking too much. And I know it would be good for me. I know it would be good for me. But I also know I'm not going to do it, at least not in this moment in time. So anything besides meditation that you have, um, again, like if you're feeling this way, consider taking a peek at the book Atomic Habits. I also think the author has a website that has a lot of the information in like distilled chunks like and worksheets and stuff. So I think you can 
take a peek at it and get a grasp on it before, you know, buying the book or the ebook if you don't want to commit to that. But um, I do think that that book helped me. And I think like right now, while I'm feeling a little stuck, I might look at some of those worksheets online and see if any of them are going to just like help me kickstart it and get my butt into gear because it's fall, which is the time to make moves because once the holidays hit, you know, then you really don't do anything. So I don't know. I just, I feel like I have a lot I want to get done over the next couple months and I just need to get myself to do it. So this episode is one example. So yeah, that, that's where I'm at. This was, this is how I'm feeling in this moment in time. And I wonder if you guys are feeling that way too. Anyway, I'm Shannon Fiedler. This was Just Like Other Girls and I will see you next week. Until then, have a good one.